part of blindsidepods.com. A week that started with fears the Kirk Menahan show would leave Barstool. All right, we're here. We are actually here at Red 13 Studios. I did not know if we were going to be here or not. And ends with Ben Albright's reputation in tatters. And one of our own suffering, a nervous breakdown. This is the Menafan Show Week in Review for the week ending August 23rd, 2019. I'm DEC. Menafans Worldwide started the week with concerns. This was Entercom all over again. Many said they would go back to their old habit of downloading the show quickly with the fear that the show would disappear later or be edited. And Portnoy's take was immediately like, like I, I want to fire Steve. Like, we don't mess with the military. We don't ask questions. It's not our job to ask questions about the military. It's not what we do here at Barstool. We respect the military. And my point was today, well, so do we. So Portnoy just didn't, did not want to hear it at all. He's like, I want to fire Robinson. He said in our second phone conversation that he thought this was uh, worse than the Francis <laughs> situation. That's Kirk Menahan talking about a Sunday conversation with Barstool founder and head of content David Portnoy demanding the firing of producer Steve Robinson. A standoff ensued when Menahan made an ultimatum that if Robinson went, he would leave too. Portnoy, distracted by the terminal condition of his dog Stella, was unable to continue the conversation, and the podcast dropped without incident. Causing this dispute was the investigation into Denver Broncos reporter for KOA Radio, Benjamin Albright's claims, to first have been accepted into Harvard, and then the legitimacy of his claims to the extent of his military service. On Sunday, after a tense phone conversation with Robinson, Albright tweeted a copy of an email conversation the two had and was retweeted by Barstool personality Uncle Chaps. Chaps, the host of the Zero Blog 30 podcast, felt scrutiny into Albright's service was unwarranted and escalated the situation to the point of near cancellation of the Menahan show. Menahan made his case on KFC's show on Sirius XM, laying out the case. Chaps is all pissed off about it, uh, toward us, toward Steve, and toward the show. And Portnoy is texting me, being like, what the fuck's going on with Robinson? So I called Portnoy, we had the conversation, and he's like, I want to fire this guy. And I'm like, well, I think that's a mistake. I think, you know, and he said, this is worse than the Francis situation. Um, and I said, well, I said, I don't agree. Francis, and by the way, I don't think Francis should have been fired. Right. I said that on my show, I had him on. So I, I'm like, you shouldn't fire, but we'll, we'll, we'll play that game out. The argument was that Francis did this thing about this girl when she, the day she died, da, da, da. I said, this is, this is the opposite of that. Like, you know, it, Francis posted, we did just the opposite. We waited. We we're waiting for comment from him. We didn't post anything. You're mad. You want to fire Steve over something that technically doesn't exist because it hasn't been made public. Uncle Chaps later joined the show and they talked about the situation. I don't sure. think that there's anything inherently bad with saying did you serve or did you do this thing? The the thing about it that really pissed me off was that, one, it's the way that that is perceived for Barstool and what ZBT has done. Whenever you're under the Barstool umbrella and you ask that, you have to know that somebody like Ben Albright, not necessarily even Ben, but anybody who doesn't like us is going to take that screenshot and that becomes the perception of what happens to a majority of folks. Because people aren't going to say, like yesterday when we talked, Kirk, you were like, let me explain the full yeah. story. That's not the way the internet works. The internet doesn't go for the full story. They see what they see in the snapshot at first and then that's how people react from it. And that causes I agree great that. damage to the to the brand that I've built in ZBT. Later that same evening on the Kate and Chap show, 
The Menifan struck back. It's uh, Chris Boston. Pet died. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that one. Chris, what's going on? Hey, uh, I was actually just curious um, the impact of the Minifan uh, and the Minifan universe of what happened with you guys. Has the Zero Block 30 brand been impacted at all over the last couple of days? Excellent question, dude. Thank you for calling in and talking about now that. Now I we wish really your pet it. died instead, Chris. <laughs> what is, what? These people are seriously fucking idiots. I wasn't <laughs> going to talk about it, but fuck it. Go the off, Minifans King. Go off, King. Idiots. Like, straight up idiots. We, I've worked at Barstool for three years and have been heavily involved in the internet for probably five or six years at least. These people are the dumbest fuckers alive. Just straight up dumb. All of them. They all think they're so witty, intelligent. They're, they're taking the same recycled jokes and going over and over again. Just shut the fuck up, dude. Don't you have jobs? The situation came to a head on Wednesday when Worcester-based blogger Turtle Boy, news bloggers BJ, BSJ, and Twitter user World War II Felger turned up the heat on Albright. In a surprising turn of events, Albright claimed to be hacked and blackmailed by Russian hackers locked his Twitter account, deleting his history, and then apologized for his past behaviors. He admitted to overstating previous claims, such as trolling moon landing conspiracy advocates by saying a relative was instrumental in the moon landing, but maintaining his military record was correct. Our other top story was the Friday unraveling of our very own MHB. I'm a guy that started as Mark Hannon's balls, making fun of I have Mark disgraced Hannon. my oh, family, <laughs> my country. <laughs> Talk about people having no connection totally with reality at all. shitting on the guy because he was quote-unquote governed by <laughs> I was, I was just a you're boy a with a dream. You're a <laughs> fucking parody account. Of, I mean, it started I'm not a crook. With the Harvard thing, right? Like a fucking bitch. <laughs> what is he talking about? Like, I, I have a wide stance. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> These people are crazy! So anybody that's normal in this world, anybody, not you, Steve, you're not normal. Told by the Kirk Menahan show's blind Mike that Kirk Menahan was angry with his reaction to the Albright story, MHB independently posted a solo podcast on the Menafan show feed to apologize and beg for forgiveness. But it turned out to be a reaction of a hoax perpetrated by blind Mike. And I said, you know, I don't know. And I tried to play it so that... By, by playing it cool, then maybe he would think it was real, kind of Good. a thing. Uh-huh. So Trick, I said, uh, here. Yeah, mine. "That's, that's me, you know." Good. So I said, uh, "I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll talk. May, I don't know if he wants to talk about it on the air tomorrow. Maybe it'll blow over." <laughs> right. And he goes, "Oh fuck! I'm going to do a podcast tonight." Meta fans everywhere have been checking on MHB's wellness, and also check commuter rails in both New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And other top stories. It is 166 days until Kirk Menahan can utter the words Bob Murchison. And with that in mind, the first Menahan-free WEEI Nesson Jimmy Fun Radiothon is in the books. Greg Hill fans citing their history of supporting charitable causes had high hopes for this event. When all was said and done, the first Hill-led event tallied $3.4 million as opposed to last year's final Menahan broadcast, which totaled $4.4 million a 23% year-over-year decline. Kirk Minahan commented on the results. What we're saying is it's a shame that forces have allowed that to happen. Like, they've... So, so I don't think people were... I I really don't think people were like, geez, Jerry's not on this year, Kirk's not on this year. Screw them, we're not donating. It's more they haven't listened for a while. Right, so they don't even know what's on. You just forget. It's a thing of habit. Where in the past, we'd tell you, if more people are listening, it's like anything else... 
and you tell them, hey, we're doing this these couple of days, if you're a loyal listener, well, you may be more likely to donate. If you have fewer loyal listeners, you may not be as likely to donate. So the reason there are fewer loyal listeners is because we aren't on the air anymore, and the reason we're not on the air anymore is strictly political reasons. More from the Golf for Prostate event. Kirk Menahan reports that what Blind Mike lacks in eyesight, he more than made up for in chest hair. My other takeaway is Mike is amazingly hairy. Just my chest. I, that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it might have been this the first like time Austin you saw Powers. him with a couple of, couple of buttons undone. Have you seen that before? Yeah, 40-year-old version. First, first time yesterday, you, you brought my attention to it, and I spent the rest of the day just staring in the boardroom. Just Would you like, be willing Ooh. to have that waxed? I had to go up a button. Ooh. It's not that much. Yeah, yeah, because it's not that much. It's just, it's just in the center of my chest, so yeah. All I, right, I, take I your shirt that. off and prove it. No. Let me see how, just dip it down. Let me see how hairy it is real quick. Jesus Christ! Menahan also reports that Mike attempted to order a chicken parmesan dinner at a prestigious Foxwood Steakhouse, something not on the menu. And that's the news for this week, the week ending August 23rd, 2019. For everyone at Blindside Pods, I'm DEC. It is currently twi- uh, Jesus Mary. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Good weekend.